Hello, I'm Bob Codges. And I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. On this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we introduce you to guests who are influ- influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the heart, with a capital A-R-T. Hello, Bob Codzis. Hey, Mir. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back. It's good to be back. I'm excited about today's show. Yes, well, you are no stranger to this show when Joshua is out saving the world through art. I know. I kind of try to distract him so that I can show up here every oh. once in a while. Well, it's always a pleasure. It's beautiful. What I like about what you bring here is that you have a natural curiosity. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It gets me in trouble sometimes. But, you know, they say curiosity killed the cat, but that cat knew stuff before it went down. <laughs> oh, it was on the other side. Huh? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I am. I love curiosity. And you are one of the most creative people I know. I know that you certainly are an amazing person uh, as a, someone who draws, uh, someone who uses uh, pastels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have seen you perform at SAC. So you're just a bit of a renaissance man yourself. I'm, I'm kind of into it, actually. Mm-hmm. And I, I have different circles of friends in each of the different arts that I work in. And I love spending time with them and figuring out how to do this stuff better. Mm-hmm. You know, all these people inspire me and dwarf me in the same breath. Mm-hmm. And why is it important for you to keep, your, uh, to keep surrounded by creative people and keep yourself challenged with different creative tasks? I think it keeps my energy flowing. And I need that energy flow to be happy in life. And... Uh, pursue my dreams so I really I'm really good at learning new things and failing at them and exploring them and then adding it to my repertoire and when I do it makes me feel better and it makes me work better you know what I like that you just said um, repertoire that, it was repertoire wasn't it no actually you said you like failing at things I mean who says that I like failing at things I'm sure you don't you don't love that feeling but I think you probably I'm gonna guess recognize that it's an opportunity to learn something. Yeah, it's a painful opportunity sometimes, but it is definitely always an opportunity. And you know that yeah, as the, an well, improviser. Yes, I do. And I know it around you, which makes me laugh. <laughs> but it's your pain. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what they say comedy is. Comedy is laughing at other people's pain. Yes. When Dick Van Dyke, you know, fell over that ottoman, we laughed, right? He exactly. fell. But it can be it can be <laughs> funny as long as it doesn't take a life. But Yeah, we'll try not to be unkind, but it's okay to laugh. Yeah. I love it. I, I agree. That's so great. Uh, well, welcome here. I'm glad. I'm sure to be Joshua here. is always happy when you're here taking his place. I think so. Um, and so, f- uh, listeners, we're going to get right to our show today because I'm very excited about the guest that we have. I have to admit, today's the first day we've met, but when I learned that our guest had moved to town, I was excited for a personal reason I'll share in a little while. Um, but let me just tell you a little bit about her and I'll have her tell you a little bit more. Um, so, Olivia is here, and Olivia is a transcendental meditation instructor and we're going to learn a little bit more Elizabeth Lo- uh, Olivia Lopez about what she does and how she got involved in that but I will say that transcendental meditation is something that I started when I was 17 uh, and have been doing um, off and on over the years more on than off and so I was excited that we now have that in our area and to see how that can help all of you creative people who listen to this who go to that place of um of openness to what might inspire you now that's different and to that place of what you know that you're bringing who you are now and being available to who you'll become at the as a result of this session so to speak uh, i'm i'm phrasing Voila. That, right? that's good yeah, i'm All looking right? forward to it I, I know nothing about transcendental meditation 
And I'm looking forward to learning a lot during this This is why we like Bob. He brings an open mind. (laughs) Yeah, it's wide open. Wide enough that my brain could drop onto the table in front of you. And yet, it's a good thing for my life. Olivia Lopez, welcome so much to From the Heart. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much, Mary and Bob. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and how you got started in Transcendental Meditation and what Transcendental Meditation, otherwise known as TM, is. Great. So my name is Olivia Lopez, and I started TM actually when I was five years old. My dad learned in 1972 and when he was in medical school. And so I learned when I was five and then again at 10. So I grew up in a meditating household. Now your father, he taught you, he was also in medicine. So was he an instructor and uh, what, a physician or? Actually a dentist. A dentist, wow. He learned in Kansas City. And then in 1974, he became a teacher with a lot of other thousands of people that Maharishi trained. Wow. wow. Did, now, did that contribute to his dental practice? Did yes, yes. help his patients? He's about 76 now, and he's still practicing dentistry. That's I love fantastic. that. We do fillings and supply a mantra. <laughs> fill your teeth and fill your soul. Oh, that's, now, did he actually receive his mantra from Maharishi? That's what I believe most of my life, but in fact, he didn't. Wow. But he, he learned from a teacher you know, who yes. was also trained. Wow, that's so wonderful. Yeah. That's it's awesome. a it's a memorable experience I, because I did TM. I'll remember to this day the day that I received my mantra from my teacher. It was sort of a bit of a, without saying it, making sound crazy, but it was structured. It was a ritual of some sort where you had the private room, you sat there, and then just how it went along. I'm not going to tell anyone what it was because yeah. even back then I was told this is private. Okay. I, I just learned this about this mantra that it's a private thing, which yeah. makes me want to know it more. I'm just, I'm going to be working on you for this now. Well, everyone gets uh, what's meant for them and I'm not sure how it is uh, determined what's meant for you, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about that to the extent you're allowed. Yes. So everyone, when they, when they come and learn, they fill out just a general form. And so we know your health history and all that. And so we're trained as teachers to know exactly which mantra is suitable for you when you come in. So we want the student to be somewhat innocent with that because we overthink things all the time. Mm-hmm. And so this is really the mantra. We, we call it a sound or a vehicle to relax the mind in a very easy, natural way. So that's one thing that makes TM unique is having this sound and this vehicle so that we don't have to clear the mind, but we can quiet the mind. So when you say relax the mind or quiet the mind, tell us more about that. Yes. And why that's important. Yes. So most people that I teach, or they say, I can't, I can't calm my mind, or I can't clear my mind. And we say, well, you don't need to clear your mind, because the nature of the mind is to think. We're always thinking, we're always creating, especially as an artist. You want that creativity that's within you to flow out of you all the time. And sometimes you can have those creative blocks, like if you're tired. And so what TM enlivens, it allows your mind to settle down and to go to the source of thought, which is within all of us. And it takes us to the state of flow, or Maharishi calls it transcendental consciousness. And it's literally a fourth state of consciousness that's different from our waking, sleeping, and dreaming, where the mind is fully awake, but the body is in a state of rest. Mm, wow. And how does, it, how does it enhance our lives to be in that state? So when we practice TM twice a day, we're able to experience this deep rest. So it can dissolve the stress and fatigue that is foreign to the nervous system and that we don't need so that when we come out, we can take that flow with us. Mm. So especially as an artist and a performer for anyone, any artist, it, it will enliven that creativity and, and just let it flow out of you all the time. 
Now, you were in L.A. recently, and you had worked with a bunch of different kinds of artists and people around the arts industry. Tell us a little bit about working with those folks and what benefits it brought them. Absolutely. So, yes, when I was in L.A., I taught there for about three years full-time, and I taught you know, so many different types of people, but definitely a lot of people in Hollywood, so all the way from producers, writers, actors, singers, everyone. And I remember I taught this commercial writer, and he had learned TM, and he was really having a lot of creative blocks, and that's a lot of pressure, right, to write commercials. And he came back in, and he's like, wow, I just can't imagine my life without TM because I'm, I'm really able to write, and it's flowing out of me, and I'm having all these creative ideas. So, And then I taught, of course, a lot of um, musicians, and for them it's, it allows them you know, to be on stage more easily and to have less stage fright and all that. So a lot of famous singers uh, practice TM too, and they, and they meditate before they perform. Mm-hmm. So you're like a, a spiritual plumber removing the clogs and letting the flow go, right? That's, yes. That's amazing. That's Let me ask you this. How is TM, in your mind, if someone were to ask you this, different than uh, having a mantra OM, the universal mantra, mm-hmm. or other types of meditation? Yeah, so... We, we never want to put any other meditations down. You know, there's so many great techniques out there. But what makes TM a little more unique is the, the deep rest that's gained in it and the brain waves, that the brain waves, we're experiencing this alpha one brainwave state. And so we're not concentrating, we're not controlling the mind, we're just able to easily, you know, use our mantra. And we teach you the technique of using it properly. And that's what gets us to that state. So the brain waves are different. We reduce our cortisol by about 30% when we practice TM. And we say it's about five times deeper than sleep. Mm. So it doesn't replace sleep, but people find they start sleeping better. Or let's say, you know, you, you, ha- you have a late night performing, you can actually fall asleep and be less wired so you can wake up more refreshed. What you just said about the uh, reduction of cortisol is huge. And just in case we have some listeners who are driving home from work or on their way into work that can't remember quite what that means, I think it's important Talk about that a little bit. Yes. So stress is, is you know, there for everyone. We, we all experience in so many ways. And even if we're fairly happy in our life, there's so many different stressors in our life. So, yes, you could be going and performing, but you're st- st- stuck in traffic or it started raining or, you know, you got some bad news at work or whatever it is. So what really the TM allows you to do is to be in the zone and flow even when stress happens around you. So mm-hmm. it's not... So it helps us be more resilient to stress. We know the world is becoming faster and faster, and we have more distractions than ever. So we need to find as many ways to take care of ourselves. And so TM can be another way to take care of yourself, and where it's not difficult. A lot of people have also said, you know, I don't, I can't clear my mind, and I don't want to focus. I don't want to concentrate. I might enjoy a guided meditation, but I, I just fall asleep which is also okay. It's totally fine to fall asleep in meditation because mm-hmm. you're getting deep rest. Mm-hmm. So people like the structure of TM, that it's 20 minutes twice a day. They like that it's taught one-on-one by an instructor, but that the follow-up is in groups and that they can come to group meditations that we have weekly. That seems reasonable, 40 minutes a day mm-hmm. to kind of change your, your waves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you, you were talking about you know, cortisol and talking about uh, brain waves and so there's been some science here. There's been some assessment of what's happening in TM. Can you talk a little bit about that, how we get that knowledge that the, you know, that the brain waves are in a different formation and that these, uh, what is cortisol? It's a, cortisol is a stress hormone. Okay, is, is hormone. injected. What, what have they, where have they been doing that kind of stuff? Yeah, 
So we have over 600 scientific studies that have been done at major universities since the 1950s. Wow. So peer-reviewed, respected by doctors. So we teach a lot of doctors and physicians as well, Mm -hmm. and they really recommend it to their patients because it's so effective. And so quickly, you can literally learn the technique, and that day you can feel more calm, less anxious, um, depression can lift. So, of course, it's cumulative, like with anything. You Mm -hmm. have to do it regularly. But the science behind it is really profound. And if you, we can, I, we can send you the links later, but you can definitely find some of the research at tm.org if you want to see it and see TM, some of the, tm.org. Exactly. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Two and letters, TM. This is a not, not-for-profit organization. Yes. <clears throat> that's something I learned today, which, so that's awesome too. And but. so in other words, the organization is in service to our world, so to speak? Yes. What's the mission statement or what is the mission of Transcendental Meditation? Yeah, so Maharishi kind of always said the purpose of life is the expansion of happiness. Oh, yeah, Say that okay. again. The purpose, the purpose of, of life, life is the expansion of happiness. Every, write like that down, that. listeners. Let me tell you, that's a mantra for life. I want to put that on a bumper sticker and drive the around town. Expansion of happiness. Yeah. That should be all our mission statements. I feel like yeah. it is yours, though. I, you, I think you live that way. It, life's too short not yeah. to share what's good about it, right? And this is a this is a mechanism, a catalyst to help you to do that, mm-hmm. right? So it makes it puts happiness within the grasp and the growth of happiness within the grasp of everybody. I and never knew that. I never knew that was the mission statement. Has it always been? I mean, that's just one quote Maharishi said. He's he's had so many great quotes, and everything he's ever said has been videotaped. But <laughs> well, if I summarize it, he the, yes. he wants everyone to be happy and healthy. And stress-free. That's And beautiful. that's why he had taken this ancient technique that's over 5,000 years old from India, brought it to the West. and ah, It's got a history. And it seems particularly relevant today. Yeah, it does. Um, well, you know what else is relevant? Tell me. The fact that we have to take a break right now. Hey, breaks, they have but a purpose what? too. We're going to be right back. I'm so excited. Thank you All right. for being with us, Bob Pazis. And we'll be right back, Olivia. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Bob Codges, and I'm here with Mary Thompson Hunt. And our guest today is Olivia Lopez, uh, who is an expert in transcendental meditation. She's actually the director of the Orlando TM program, uh, which is a not-for-profit organization in our town. And we're learning all about this amazing form of meditation and relaxation and presence. And so uh, when we left, we were kind of, I wanted to really know what's going on with uh, the energy of today. And, and all of the, the kind of craziness in the world and how TM might be able to help people who are feeling stressed out related to politics and all the stuff that's going on in the world Our right planet. now. planet. Yeah, right? I Getting mean, along. It seems like there's a lot of variables that, that are eating away at people's comfort. And uh, what, what role can TM play in that? Great question. And one thing that TM does, it creates peace within the individual So when we meditate in a group and we have a large group of people meditating, it actually creates peace in the environment. And this is physics. This is the unified field, the superstring theory, that if you have something inherently orderly, then that penetrates into the environment. It's kind of like a symphony. You know, if you have a beautiful symphony, 
that's coherent, it's beautiful. But if you just have, if they're maybe practicing and it's, they're quite not on, on cue, then it won't sound as pleasant. So the more people in the world actually meditate and meditate in a group, the more we can actually do something for our society without doing much. And even one person in the midst of others not can make that difference as well? Yes, yes. Fascinating. Be, it's like being the change you want to see in the universe, but like one smidge at a time. Uh-huh. You know, if, if we're pushing atoms, right? Push enough atoms, you move a mountain. And it seems like this is moving atoms of sorts. What's that saying? Um, never think that one person can't change the, f- the world. In fact, that's the way it has always yeah, happened. Never, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, that's Margaret Mead, actually. Uh-huh. Never doubt that uh, a group of dedicated people can change the world. In fact, it's the only thing that, that ever, ever has. has. Great. So you know, I right? change that to one person. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just a yes and. Hey, you know something, but that works too. <laughs> I just think the whole concept of, of the more people who do this, it adds to the cumulative mm-hmm. something, right? Uh, so, it's, so it becomes more tangible. Because you don't typically think of meditation as a tangible something. But you talk about the science of it. You talk about, um, uh, you know, the waves and you talk about uh, the, the flow. And, and the energy. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are, I mean, those are all physics terms, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and So with that energy accumulating as you continue to meditate and put your time in, what kind of changes have people told you they've experienced in their life? I mean, so many. Sleeping better is huge. Feeling less anxious. Feeling that their depression is lifting more focus, more creativity, and especially the artists, they just feel they're more in the zone, more in the flow. Or when someone's playing a role where there is a lot of uh, negativity, then they can actually step out of that more quickly and dissolve that stress from the mm, day. Not take it on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. From you the said role. dissolve. That's, a, that's an interesting way to look at stress. How, how would it dissolve stress? I mean, Well, just like a good night's sleep, you feel good the next day or right. after a workout or anything that's healing to your physiology. Think of stress like an overload, like a physiological abnormality to the nervous system. Mm. So Mm -hmm. this deep rest that's, again, five times deeper than sleep, it's literally dissolving the stresses. You know, when you say that, I think of like the commercials for dish detergent, Mm -hmm. how it dissolves grease. I was thinking Alka-Seltzer myself. Right, but same thing, the acid. So if you're around something acidic or, or, and, and then you take that shower and you just sort of wash you know, you've been gardening or yeah. you've been around toxic people. So maybe, <laughs> yeah, that's a range. You know what that's I mean? A vibration. It is. That's but a there's something that the film around you, whether it's energetic or, you know, soil, but that's what I was picturing in my mind mm-hmm. as you were talking about that. Yeah. It's like being liberated. I, I think that's, that's huh. kind of, you know, the bonds, the things that are holding you back or clogging you mm-hmm. are being washed away. And everybody needs something that does that for them in their life. I think that's why a lot of artists we hear who come in here say they'll go and they'll pick up their violin or they'll go and they'll start dancing. It's a way for them almost as their mantra mm-hmm. to get into that place. It's a different place than obviously TM, but it's still that sacred place. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is for everybody, right? I mean, this is, uh, I asked you uh, a little while ago about like a demographic mm-hmm. of who, you know, who's doing TM these days. And you were very clear that it's extraordinarily diverse on, on every level. Talk to us about the range of people that... that Ages, economics, yeah. nationalities, everyone. Really, TM, over 7 million people have learned TM since the 1950s from all walks of life, all religions. So it's not religious in any way. So people from all faiths, it's, it will actually help you feel more connection to God or the universe or whatever you believe in. So really, kids as young as five can learn. And then I teach, you know, through the 
to retired. So anyone can do it. We say, if you can think a thought, you can meditate. Mm. But of course, we have a lot of people coming in for stress or their doctors recommended that they learn due to high blood pressure or whatever is going on with them. So different people come to it for different reasons. Focus, memory. Focus, memory, creativity, insomnia, mm-hmm. anxiety, depression. Those, I would say, are, there, are the main ones. See, this is beautiful. Now, it's this fascinating. Is, it's not like a drug because there's no disclaimer at the end that talks right. about all the things that are horrible about no it. No side right? effects. Yeah. Get, so you get all these good things and you don't have to worry about the lawyers listing off all the mm-hmm. things that can kill you or that well, are worse than the disease. Maybe, maybe you'll get too happy and that will make... <laughs> <laughs> and then there'll be a drug for that. <laughs> yes. Overladium. <laughs> Overladium. Oh, Interesting. man. This sounds so fascinating. So Let's sometimes see. entertainers, performers, musicians... Uh, dancers, actors get these creative blocks. Have you ever had one? I have, as a matter of fact. Never, Ex- never explain sustained. what that feels like um, to you. It, it feels like you are um, looking for a door that doesn't exist in a wall. It's You are trying to find uh, a path to ideas and creativity where very often it comes in, in a wellspring. It's not necessarily something you plan for, but you've gotten it consistently enough that you expect it and then all of a sudden it's not there. Mm-hmm. And so you go looking for it. And the funny thing is when you have created a block, it seems like going looking for it is like chasing a butterfly. It's, you don't you don't actually catch it. <laughs> or it has to come to you. It has to decide. So how can you prepare return. yourself for it to come to you? Is well, I feel like this transcendental meditation might be a path to that because if you're open to everything in the universe and all creativity comes from the volume of things that we know and experience and the connections we make, that openness could only contribute positively to it. Do you agree? Yes, because ultimately we're going to the state of not only pure consciousness, but creative intelligence that's within you. So naturally, after we come out of the meditation, yes, our brainwaves are more coherent and the body's relaxed, but really that's when the creativity and those blocks are literally dissolved. Those two words, creative intelligence, I remember being used often Mm -hmm. uh, with teachers and people in the transcendental meditation movement talk about creative intelligence. Yeah, I love the, I love those two words together. Yeah. Creative intelligence is just all around us, you know? So even just right here in the studio, there's creative intelligence, the creative intelligence of the sound system and us being brought together like this. So creative intelligence is really just the basis of natural law, which are all the laws of nature, you know, gravity and, you know, so. It's so often when I, when I was younger and meditating and I, go to different seminars or uh, a weekend away and we'd hear creative intelligence, it got to where it almost like um, what some people would call God, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It was just a word for that that big hard drive in the sky. Sorry, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I, I had a, an improv teacher once to call it the Buddha above us. Ah. And, it's, and that you have to tap into the Buddha above us, which is the natural wisdom that's flowing right there, that you don't have, you don't have to make stuff up to do improv. You just need to tap into the flow that's already in existence. And, and let it work through you. Yeah. And so that, that does make sense. The creative intelligence also sounds to me like a yin and a yang. Mm-hmm. You know, a right brain, left brain, yin, yang, uh, perpetual motion, something. That's, I like that. I, yeah, like I could that see idea. that left brain, right brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, but I do like that term. And so when you meditate, is that something that clears the way to tap into that creative intelligence? Yes. Do, do you build a cumulative time that you are able to be aware of creative intelligence the more you meditate? 
Absolutely. So just like anything we do, it is cumulative. So the more regular you are by doing it, ideally 20 minutes twice a day, the more that becomes part of your waking state and your sleep state and your dream state till at some point it's permanent. It's a habit. You form this permanent habit mm-hmm. in your life, which guess what? We spend enough time building lousy habits. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can knock one of those off its pedestal and replace it with something good like this. Yes. Right. Now you had this uh, this really cool metaphor that, that you had shared with me relating to uh, to transcendental transcendental meditation and uh, the ocean. And t- tell us about that. Tell us tell us in in a simple but beautifully metaphorical term uh, <laughs> how this works. Yes. So Maharishi always described that the mind is like the ocean and our thoughts are like the waves, and the mantra is just our vehicle so that we can take the correct angle, let go, and dive. So what we're doing is we're diving within. We're diving to also what we call the source of thought. So that's the same thing as pure consciousness, creative intelligence. It's that source, that nothingness that's within us. But we can still transcend even if there's thoughts. So we're not, again, trying to get down to just nothingness, but we're just going within, going to that quietest level within us so that we can access that and then bring that out into our activity with us. Is it possible to go too deep? No, because if you go deep, then you come out and you're like, oh, where was I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that feeling. I like this, that you said transcend uh, the thoughts mm-hmm. because when you do come out of it, like it cycles, right? It cycles. You transcend again and then it's like, where was I? It doesn't matter. It was great. Okay, I'll just stay back here with the mantra. I'll hang with you for a bit. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're somewhere like, yeah. where were we, mantra? <laughs> uh, well, that's good. You know something? If you can just be comfortable in that. Isn't it amazing how many things happen in cycles and circles? It seems like all of that, like the yin and the yang, if you think of that, it's a, it's a circle and it's a cycle. Now, all of this is in cycles. I'm learning now. Uh, tell, me what, tell me about the cycle. What is, what is the cycle? Of transcending? Yeah, yes. So to transcend just means to go beyond, and to meditate means to think deeply. So we do that plenty, right? We think deeply. We really think a lot. And so when we're transcending, we're just, again, going beyond the surface and allowing the, the thoughts to quiet, but without pushing them away. And when the mind relaxes by qu- the thoughts becoming more quiet, then the body can relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would remember like the mind would be racing and y- I, you know you want to get below that, but you can't focus on that. You just have to let it go and breathe. And then your vehicle is the mantra, just focus back on the mantra. And then maybe you're not thinking about that. Something else comes to mind, go back to the mantra. And then all of a sudden you come back and like, where was I? I guess that's where I was supposed to be, wherever that was. <laughs> and then like, time's up. Okay, got to go. <laughs> it's no, where did the time go? It's really an odd feeling when you transcend time. You're like, well, it's only been about five minutes. What? 15 minutes? Really? Okay, so time time, travel changes. Our time Ex- changes. Your experience of time right. is altered, yeah. So it kind of s- slows it down? Mm-hmm. Or does it speed it up? Maybe it depends who you ask, but it yeah. certainly is you know, you're not thinking about time. You're not even aware that you're thinking. You just are at those film moments. When just you get those little, like, gem moments that you go, wow, it, you know, I guess that's what it is. I love <laughs> that you experienced this. Now it makes me want to experience it. You know, it's like like when my friends did mushrooms in college, except for now this is a healthy alternative. <laughs> yes, much healthier. But you know, sometimes when you're performing, and I know you know this, uh, especially as an improviser, when you're in the moment, that's when you're at your best, and you're just... You're hitting, you're, you're making things that are helping the scene move forward. You're, 
endowing, you're getting laughs, you're setting someone else up for laughs, the scene is making sense and it's over and it was effortless. I often will say that was like a really cool meditation because you were in that zone. Nice, nice. Do you always remember it? Because I find when I have a scene like that, it becomes a little bit of a blur to me. A little of both. Yeah. Other people say, oh, when you said this, I'm like, oh, thanks. But see how that experience, you're not trying, it's effortless. Yes. Yeah. You're just in the flow and the zone. Yes. So that's really what TM gives you is you're not trying to be present. You're naturally present outside of meditation. See, I love that effortlessness. You're not that's, trying to be a, a natural. You just are being. You just are being. Right. Yeah. So don't try to be, just be. I like that. Right. Well, you know what we will be? What will we be? Right back after this hey, break. <laughs> On Magic 107.7 FM, you're listening to From the Heart. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt, and today I am co-hosting with Bob Kodzis, who's sitting in for Joshua Vickery. Bob, it's so wonderful to have you here. It's so great to be here. I'm loving this show. I'm learning a lot. Yeah, what are you learning? I'm learning that I need to get a transcendental meditation. You need a mantra. I, I need to be able to say those words as well. <laughs> yeah, I do. I want one more than I ever knew I well, wanted Well, guess one. who we have here who could help you with? Olivia Lopez. Yes, She's Olivia. an expert in transcendental meditation and she is local to Orlando, which is fantastic. And talk about meditating since the age of five when you got your mantra. I love that. Um, all right. Well, I have a surprise for you. I told you earlier that I started meditating when I was 17, and I started with a friend of mine. We've been friends ever since, actually be since before then. And Vicky Genfan, musician, world-renowned guitarist, vocalist, songwriter, and avid meditator. Welcome to our show, girlfriend. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So, Vicki, tell us a little bit about what meditation has done to your life. And I'm going to have you and Olivia have a little conversation there after you tell us about your experience of meditation and um, why, you would why you would suggest it to a stranger, if you could. Well, you know, I, my own experience with, with meditation, I learned um, initially from my boyfriend and well, he got me into it. He was the reason I started. He was a, a TMer. He was a transcendental meditator, and he was got he a me teacher? into it. He was not a teacher. Okay. He was, he was just a meditator and a levitator, in fact. <laughs> and um, he got me into it, and I, I just it, it was a, it was a natural fit for me. Um, if I had to describe what it did, if I had to be really succinct about it, I would say it took the edge off of my personality, like the grating edge or a nervousness or a kind of anxiety edge that I have and had, it kind of softened that edge. And that's how I always think about it, at least initially. Um, now, all these years... I've learned a lot more about other things, but that's how I would say it affected me. All these years of meditating, uh, what has shifted for you that you might accredit to meditating? Um... Well, what shifted for me is 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 simply um, understanding that we can we can change our state by at will. 
we can change the state that we're in. And I, I've often said this too. I don't know if I said it to you, Mary, but I think, I think meditating of all kinds, meditation in general is one of the most important tools that we have as human beings. And I think it's widely undervalued, but I think it's so vital. Why do you say that? Well, I think something about, I think changing our state, um, being able to, being able to slow down and change our heart rate and go from uh, being in a, a state of high anxiety to a state of relaxation, being able to have a tool that we can use anytime, anywhere, pretty much to help ourselves, to help ourselves get reconnected in our brain if we've just uh, undergone something that was stressful to, to help us think more clearly, something to just to have a tool. Mm. Oh, so Olivia here, wherever you go. Olivia here is nodding her head and taking notes. Uh, Olivia, what'd you write down? <laughs> well, I guess I was going to ask you, since I've heard that you're a very successful but busy person, how do you make the time for your meditation? Mm. Well, question. I don't always. I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I, I spent a lot of years thinking about how important it was to meditate while I wasn't meditating. <laughs> so even though, even though I wasn't meditating all those years, I always thought about it. And I still struggle to make the time for it. I, I wish I was as disciplined as a friend of mine who has meditated morning and evening for her entire life, and God bless her, I wish I could be her. Um, I don't always make the time for it. I'm better at my morning meditations. It's much more challenging for me to stop uh, later in my day and say, hey, 20 minutes, girlfriend, you got to take it. And yet I know how important it is mm-hmm. at the end of the day. What so difference has it made in your music? What difference has it made in your music? I, th- I, I don't know that I can, I, can, I can actually pinpoint that, Mary. It's, it's made a difference in who I am. It's made a difference in my ability to be present and that that i also want maybe i'm jumping around a little too much and and i don't want to take focus off of tm in any way but i've also in the last five or six years come very strongly into the practice of mindfulness meditation and i feel like that is another tool that has just been amazing in helping me be a more present human being and that has helped my music in a million ways I want to I want to hear uh, both both you Vicky and Olivia talk about this, this amazing sentence that you said that we cha- that we can change the state that we're in. That seemed like a really empowering statement to make that we can change the state that we're in. What what does that mean? Olivia, why don't you take this and Vicky see if that makes you think of an instance. Yeah. So really even when we have a negative thought, we ultimately have a choice that that we can shift that. And we can shift it more easily when we're grounded in the self. And that's another term Maharishi would use, be self-referral and go within so that when you come out, then you can obviously be more present and be, be in that state of flow. So that's in my mind, just going within and coming out and you have dipped in that state. Mm-hmm. By the way, Vicki, I told Olivia about all the songs we used to write when we were meditating. <laughs> I, I really Tell wanna... her about the play. The, the oh, oh, there's a play. Oh, I love this. Oh, my God, there's a play. <laughs> Did we write a play? I believe our you. Our friend wrote a play. Oh. Our friend, what? Our teacher friend, or I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, yes. Yes, Fred. 
our teen no, teachers? No, it wasn't Fred. It was somebody else. But nonetheless, okay. Mary just kept coming up with these lyrics, and it's like, oh, my God. We have to write a country western song. Now we have to write a, <laughs> a, a hippie song. Now we have to write a show tune. I was unbelievable. We had a fifties. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, I know. Anyway, read. it was it was it was one of my favorite times in life. Actually, it was fun celebrating. It was it was awesome. Can I respond to what? Just kind of tag on to what Olivia just said. Yes. What that made me think of Olivia was that um, the process of you know being able to sit, being able to have a mantra, being able to. What, what, one of the gifts, one of the gifts and tools, I call them tools and gifts, is, is practicing that ability to have thoughts and let them go. Mm. Have thoughts and let them go. I mean, what, what better tool is there for a human being's mind, mm-hmm. monkey mind as we call it, you mm-hmm. know, to be able to learn and practice every single day, wow, thoughts, 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 come, 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 go, 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 you know. That's a tool that we can use so much in our lives, I think. I have anyway. I'm so glad we called you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things Olivia said earlier is um, one of the missions of Transcendental Meditation is to bring happiness to the world. And I like that. Has it made you happier? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I think we should stop right there. That was enthusiastic. <laughs> hey, Vicki, thank you so much for being here. Olivia, is there anything else you wanted to say or ask of Vicki? Thank you, Vicki, for sharing and learning TM with Mary. Yeah, it's, it's like pure to, evidence. Yes. And when you come to town, I will make sure that I introduce you to both Olivia and Bob. How's that? That'd be great. And Olivia, I'd love to get checked. It's been a long time. Great. Yeah, we can do a TM tune up. Oh. Then we get to talk about uh, be, being checked into tune-up is after you go, Vicky. <laughs> I love it. Love you, girlfriend. Thank you so much. Love you, too. Bye. Thanks, you guys. Bye, Vicky. Bye-bye. Uh, yay. That I'm was so, fun. So glad. That was sort of impromptu, but it just felt like right to get someone else's opinion who didn't even know we were having this conversation. Yes, no, that's great. Thank you for bringing her on. Boy, I mean, that was living evidence of what you've been talking about. And very clear, I wanted to remind the listeners that Vicky was not a, a paid advertising representative for Transcendental Meditation. Uh, that was just genuine, pure testimonial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a, that's a fascinating. And I'll remind our listeners that we're listening to Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. I've been remiss uh, about uh, announcing who we are and where we are today just because we've been so... Uh, Into it. We've transcended. That's it. Yeah. We've, we've <laughs> transcended <laughs> the branding of our own show. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, well, you know, something that I, th- I want to make sure that the listeners know how they can Get in touch with Olivia. Oh, yes, that's very uh, good. You know, uh, she uh, there's a website, uh, tm.org forward slash Orlando for the folks who are in Orlando. Uh, but for those who aren't in Orlando, uh, tm.org will get you there. Uh, she does weekly group meditations and introduction talks, introductory talks. Is it introduction? Yeah, free introductory talk, talking about what TM is, how it works, answering the questions that people may have. And what's the criteria to, to be able to pull off a, a uh, introductory talk. If someone says, I would love to have some people learn about this. Oh, yeah, at my house or at my office. Yeah, could yeah. you do that? Yes, I'm happy to go wherever I'm wanted. So how there would they go. get in touch with you? They can either email me at orlando at tm.org or call or text me at 407-790-0503. Oh, that was so good. You should probably say it one more time. 407-790-0503 or email at orlando at tm.org. Great. Beautiful. I didn't want anyone to miss that if they were getting a pencil. Yeah, yeah. Again, this this has been fascinating to hear all of the all of the things that go into and come out of TM. Uh, you said that it's really fast to learn. That it's that it's you know that you can you can start practicing it in 
in the same day. Can you give people an idea of what a what your first TM session would be like? Yeah, so the first day is one-on-one and takes about 60 to 90 minutes, and that's when we teach you the mantra and the technique, and that specific part doesn't take that long. And they can experience benefits in that first session. And then they go home and practice a few times, and then we say there's three days of follow-up, also just 60 to 90 minutes, and those are generally in a small group, but I can do one-on-ones or private courses. And that's really just to gain the intellectual understanding of the simplicity of the technique, that the technique is simple, but yet so effective. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I love that. Well, I think one of the things that, well, one of the reasons why we asked you here on From the Heart, because so many artists, we sometimes get in our own way. We're like our hardest oh, on yeah. ourselves, aren't we? Oh, yeah. And that chatter in our mind when we're trying to rehearse something or learn something. Or we're about to step on stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a... There's a lot of times where peace of the mind would be a valued something in an artist's life. Yes. And also when you want to go deeper into the characterizations or the expression of the music or dance, uh, I think it would be a great tool for any artist just to have that. It would even just give you more confidence to knowing I have a way um, that I can manage this. Now, would you? we talked about uh, meditation at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, 20 minutes apiece. Uh, if you're looking as an artist to tap into the power of TM, would you alter that routine at all, or is it always just 20 minutes at the beginning, 20 at, at the end, or do you recommend that you prime for for a, an artistic event or something if you get something coming up that you alter that routine? Absolutely. You can always add an extra about 10-minute meditation before you perform or go on stage or if you're having trouble memorizing your lines like Cameron Diaz, that's a video online that she went and meditated and came back and then nailed it and oh, make I'm it so all leave. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, wow. it's great for the memory and the mental stress, but then also to be in that creativity longer and getting there more quickly. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness, I'm glad you said that, uh, Olivia. We've come to the end of our show, but I can't thank you Aww. enough for being our guest today. Thank you. Uh, it's so fun. The word I would use is illuminating. How about you? Yes, I uh, perfect word, perfect, perfect word. I, I knew nothing when I came in here, and I found it fascinating. I'm actually going to be looking this stuff up and learning more about it based on this conversation Yay. we've had here. Bob, I'm so glad that you were here as co-host today. Thank you for inviting me. I, I knew, you know, when I realized that you were here and Olivia was our guest, I thought, well, that's a really good matchup. It worked out well, mm-hmm. I think, for all of us. Well, it's always a here. pleasure having you here. And Thank Olivia, you. we'll be in touch with you. And one right. more time, give everyone your website address tm.org slash Orlando, and then 407-790-0503. Thank you so much. Reach out, check her out. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be back next week. Joshua Victory will be back. Meanwhile, take some time to go experience art, and we'll see you next time. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt from the heart.